Welcome, folks. We're live from God's favorite place of chicken. <laughs> we call it Chick-fil-A. And today we're bringing on someone who has a little bit more knowledge of the SEC than I do. Maybe. 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 <laughs> we'll see. All right. <laughs> First question, I'm just going to shoot right off the cuff here, Mert. <laughs> In spite of your team being the defending champions, they rank Alabama ahead of you in the polls. Of course they do. Does that seem shady? <sighs> With the amount of people that they lost to the draft, I kind of get it. They lost, I think, like seven starters from defense and four or five from offense. So There's a lot of young kids that are going to need to step up and who knows how they'll do? So I think it's I think it's a fair ranking to start. Alabama's always ranked high. Yes, they are. Because, <laughs> quite frankly, Nick Saban runs a very tight ship. It's true. Is there a quarterback controversy in the Bulldogs this year? Not to start with, I don't think. I think they're gonna roll with Stetson Bennett again. He proved he can win a national championship so but if I remember correctly early he wasn't the initial starter last season yeah it was supposed to be was JT Daniels last season and then he got hurt and then Stetson took over and let him do a championship fair enough yeah, the other I think there's two other candidates both five star recruits um, but they're just they're young. Not not enough experience yet. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance JT Daniels will end up starting? Uh, he actually transferred. JT... Oh, JT transferred? Yeah, I think. I did not know that. I want to say West Virginia, maybe? I could be wrong on that one. But yeah, he transferred. Okay. He transferred out. He probably knew he wasn't going to win the job. Yeah. I think Texas is going to have a massive quarterback controversy because oh, they're yeah. probably going to have three halfway decent quarterbacks. Yeah, if, Arch, a, if Arch is as good as they say he is. Because <laughs> between Arch Manning Quentin Ewers, I don't know if he's like an upperclassman or still just a sophomore or the other kid that's been, been floating around. <sighs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. A lot of things I've been seeing about Arch Manning is the competition he is playing against is no good. So we'll see how good he actually is once he gets to college. Well, the high, the high school programs that he faces, you're saying they're that's, subpar at that's what, that's what I'm hearing at least, yeah. But, I mean, he's still a Manning, so he's... he's but, um, yeah. Because he... It's simply because he's a Manning. Yeah. He's gonna get a lot of press. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be good. I don't know about generational good, but time will tell. Yes, it will. How optimistic are you about Georgia winning the SEC East? A hundred percent. There's <laughs> no one in the East that can even contend with them right now. Florida not going to be good again. Florida's been down for a while. I think Kentucky, if they can keep up, up what they're doing, they. They might be the toughest, uh, toughest competition. 
they uh, they have had a good couple years. So. Yeah, who would have thought we'd be talking Kentucky on a football focused podcast? Yeah. But we Bas- are the basketball school is going to be a football school. Yeah, they're they're kind of SEC version of Duke, yeah. unless Duke joins the conference and all this chaos going on. <laughs> who knows? What about your We'll get that like a seventy percent. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll get. We got to see how how some of these young kids do. Yeah, the West, the West is full of deep competition. It's like the SEC West and the Big Ten East are arguably the two toughest divisions in all of college football. If the West can just beat up on themselves, and maybe we'll <laughs> have a chance. Georgia's old uh, offensive coordinator, Sam Pittman, I want to say his name is. I'm not certain I'm familiar with Sam Pittman because, as I've said, I'm not as familiar with some of the programs in the SEC. Yeah, he was a, he was a coach under Kirby Smart, and he went over uh, there to be the head coach. Kirby Smart. <laughs> he's, he's starting his own tree just like Nick Saban. for the conference title, what about the national title? That's, that's such a toss-up at the beginning of the year. Who knows with injuries and surprise teams. And, I mean, everybody obviously thinks it's going to be Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and then maybe Clemson, maybe somebody else. I do think Clemson's Probably gonna be a title contender. They'll, they'll definitely be better than last year. <laughs> There's no e- way they have even, another down year. Even, yeah, it was a down year, but under normal, by normal standards, it was actually it was still a decent yeah, year. They still a good year, but not a good Clemson year. Yeah. Yeah, that quarterback uh, took a step back. I feel like hopefully he can step back up. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if Dabo Sweeney has his own coaching tree. Oh, yeah, for sure. What do you think your defense looks like after losing, as you said, seven starters? Yeah, I think five of them, went, the five of them went first round in the draft, too. Dude, that, that draft was insane. Yeah. Um... Honestly, I haven't heard too much about the defense. I don't, uh, don't really know what to expect. I know they got a couple, uh, couple guys returning that were still good. Uh, I think our leading sack, uh, sack leader, no one ever talked about. I think his name is Robert Beal. Hopefully, he'll step up and have a good year. And uh, can't think of his first name. His last name's Carter. I think he's going to be our best defensive player. Okay. Jalen Carter, I want to say. We'll see. We'll see how the defense goes. Okay. Besides Alabama, what team in the SEC do you and the Bulldog fans 
dislike with the passion of a billion blazing suns. I have to go with Florida, probably. I can't say I'm surprised. Which, this year, I'm actually going to my first ever Georgia-Florida game down in Jacksonville in October. Ooh. That should be Excited interesting. Yeah. They say that game might not be in Jacksonville much longer. Why is that? Sounds like the schools rather do home-and-homes for recruiting purposes, I guess. Fair enough. We'll, we'll see. They, I think their contract's up in a few years. So. And what about nationally? What team do you guys not like? Um, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you want to say Georgia Tech. They're not really <laughs> much of a rival. We beat them 45-0 to zero every year. So. And... I guess maybe you could say Tennessee. Tennessee, when when they're good, they give us a good uh, some good games. Oh, but Tennessee's also been down yeah. since Peyton Manning left. And every every once in a while, they act like they're going to be good, but then fizzle out. All right. As we've kind of had this ongoing topic as we've dialogued throughout our shifts, conference realignment has gone nuts. Yes, it has. With Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC, I believe in either 2024 or 2025. Yeah, I think 2025 is the right now, but it could be earlier. And USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten in 2024. BYU, Houston, Cincinnati... Also in 2024. A lot of change coming. What do you think the next move is? What school should we be watching? Man, if, if, if the SEC wants to expand, they're obviously going to go after Clemson. Yeah, I've been hearing that through all my YouTuber sources. That's like the first school year. The SEC plans on going after. I mean, it makes sense. It's right there, and they're always good. Bring, bring them into the, one of the best conferences. I'm surpri- I'm kind of surprised nobody is talking up Miami. Yeah, they're they're so inconsistent. They always they recruit decent, and then they never, at least lately. I don't know. I would say if the SEC were to go to twenty. They try to get Clemson, maybe North Carolina State. Ah, the Wolfpack. Maybe go back over to the Texas area, pick off Baylor. You never know. I'm also hearing rumors that if it if everybody starts dogpiling on the Big Twelve, that Baylor is a likely ACC target. It's very possible. I think. I think Baylor, with their more religiously conservative mindset, would actually be a better fit in the SEC. Yeah. Because what I've noticed with 
ACC schools mostly being focused on that mid-Atlantic region. North Carolina is very swinging in presidential elections. And other than that, a lot of the northern and Pennsylvania is very swingy as well, as we've all seen the last three or four presidential races. Yep. I would, I would think, because of that, Baylor may not be as good in the ACC. Yeah. But if they go to the ACC, I think they would be a highly competitive basketball school. Oh, yeah. Football-wise, probably dominate the conference if Clemson's not there. Oh yeah, unless win every year. Unless Pitt steps up or Wake Forest. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Last year's ACC title game was Pitt and Wake Forest. It's all about the quarterbacks. Seems like it this year. I mean, last year it was. When my when my quarterback from the last couple of years, Mike Michael Penix Jr. of IU went down. They were having a good year until that. Yes, they were. They my Hoosiers finished three and nine last year. The year before, they finished within one offensive series of the Big Ten title, going to the Big Ten title game and highly highly likely winning it with a shot at the playoffs of all things and people and people think that honestly football wise I think I use on the rise they're not trash like several several analysts have said they're definitely a lot better than they have been in previous years I mean no one ever even talked about them the year before, the year before the COVID run, they finished, I think, eight and four or eight and five with being within a series of beating an SEC school in a decent bowl. And with that, we know your Atlanta Falcons <laughs> are going through a quarterback change. They're going through a lot of change. Well, because your quarterback, Matt Ryan, is now a Colt. Which so. I'm happy with. I'll get to see him, see him play more on TV. Who, who's your likely starter? Uh, from what I hear, it's Marcus Mariota. Mariota? Yeah. Wow. So that's going to be interesting. And then they got uh, the guy from Cincinnati as the backup. Uh, Ritter. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The Cincinnati quarterback's your backup. Which hopefully, Isn't there a possibility uh, he could take the starting job? I don't think starting, but after a few weeks... Depending on how Mariota's doing, they could give him a chance. I mean, look at Pittsburgh's quarterback situation with the retirement of Ben Roethlisberger. He 
you've got Mitchell Trubisky and backing him up Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm Coach Tomlin, I would have Trubisky on a tight leash. Because I have this feeling that Kenny Pickett could be, I wouldn't say Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Joe Montana level, but I think he could be a decent franchise level guy for a good 10 to 15 years if, if he plays his cards right. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh's always a good team, so. Got a good franchise to come up with at least. Oh, yeah. Well, I know your break is fleeting as ever because we, here in the land of God's chicken, we get 30 minutes. So I'm going to let you go and have a good breakfast. Oh, wait. You did not get breakfast. We got a grilled sandwich today. Ah. Chick-fil-A's grilled sandwiches are almost always on point. <laughs> but with that, I'll tell my guest, thank you for listening. Home is where the Shire is, and be excellent to each other.